I wonder what straight people have used gay people for. It can't be just to get into Legoland. No. Oh, wait, no. Straight people using okay. Yeah, that's gay people using straight people. Okay. But, like, the Rams basically used Michael Sam so that they wouldn't have to go on hard knocks. I, I don't know why. I don't believe that. You yeah, don't. I, I, that's, that's a tough one. I don't. I mean, I know being on hard knocks is. That, but that's more than that. just that. That's putting their team at risk. They could have right. picked someone else they thought would have worked for their team. That is true. And you're just going to do that just so you don't have to go on a TV show? Yeah. It was the seventh round at that point when he was drafted. Yeah, but I, all rounds count, True. Man. Uh, wasn't Tom Brady drafted in the sixth yeah. round? He was, yes. Uh-huh. How many other guys were? Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, Matt, what do you use gay friends for? Uh, I use them to pick up girls. I mean, I've got uh, two or three buddies that always hang out in the group of bars that I go to. Okay. And uh, whenever I'm around them, they know a ton of girls. So, hmm. and the girls are always like really free around them, you know, because they don't view them as a threat. <laughs> so, girls. it actually they wind up either coming on to me because I'm the only single guy around. Huh. And and I. Actually, you've never heard so many uh, little, like, boob comparisons or, oh, I'm not wearing any panties or anything like that. So, like, I hung out with them. So they they see gay people as just hanging out as one of the girls? Yeah, I guess so. And you you use your gay buddies for uh, for the benefit of meeting girls? Yeah, why not? I don't believe it. Sorry. I mean, I appreciate that. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Andrew, yes, uh, SPK. I just wanted to point out that Richard Dent was an eighth-round draft. Oh, hell yeah. I don't even have an eighth round anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hey, Drew. How's it going? What's up, bro? Uh, So I got this gay roommate. He's a cool guy. You know, nothing ever happens or anything. But uh, what we do is... You know what's well, interesting never, is, like, we, we wouldn't have thought anything happened until you said that, and now I think that stuff happens because you protested. Something happened at least once. I mean, I say I have a gay roommate, and people always ask. So, like, I got to maybe, you know, explain that sometimes. Go ahead. Well, anyway, he uses grinder, and whenever we're a little low on the green, he'll call up someone on grinder and be like, hey, want to come over and smoke? And then we'll, he'll the guy the kid will just come over smoke us out and then we'll just go home and then we'll he'll just leave. So you smoking that gay weed? <laughs> yeah, and it's free. It's free gay weed. So you're, just, all right, you're telling me that you got a gay roommate. Nothing's ever happened with him. Who goes on a gay dating app like Grinder, inviting a gay dude over your house? You smoke gay weed together. <laughs> and for the record, I would smoke gay weed. Oh, I'd smoke the all hell out day. of gay weed. Hell yeah. I wouldn't do gay coke. <laughs> no, dude, no gay ecstasy either, <laughs> no because that's gonna make you get gay. But uh, you're smoking gay weed, and nothing happens between you. Now, what if your roommate decides that the other guy's pretty attractive and they want to start hooking up? That hasn't happened. He usually invites over the nerdy type, and he just says he's going to the gym afterwards, and then the kid just leaves. I feel sorry for these gay guys. Yeah, that's the- <laughs> yeah, like the gay. Like that's why I, we we had a bit on the show where I was on Grinder, and I eventually felt so bad for the gay dudes because I felt like I was leading them on. So I got off Grinder because I wasn't going to get gay with them. You're pretty much doing the same thing, you tease. Yeah, I guess so. But getting free gay weed, so it, uh, it worked out. <laughs> You're a horrible person. What's the difference between gay weed and regular weed? Is it is it the taste? Is it uh, tougher to choke down? <laughs> um, 
No, I couldn't tell you. I it's, couldn't tell the difference. It's how they carry it. Is it? <laughs> how do you uh, how do you smoke gay weed as opposed to regular weed? Is it out of blunts, a bong, a penis-shaped bong? Definitely out of the penis-shaped bong. All right. <laughs> leave, leave the gays alone. Get get a job. Yeah, come on, bro. Just yeah, find your own weed somewhere else. Right now I'm Googling penis-shaped <laughs> bong to see if there is one. Oh, yeah. Penis bong. Oh, there's got to be. There has to be, right? Herbtools.com yeah. slash bongs slash penis. Stand by. Uh oh, <laughs> there is a. Uh, <laughs> oh man, who would buy that? You got the black leaf stubby willy bong for thirty three dollars and five cents. You got the uh, regular penis bong for thirty six twenty. Glass penis bong is out of stock. They've sold so many at forty seven dollars and twenty two cents. I would have no problem smoking from a penis bong as long as there's no pictures. <laughs> and there would be, but then like what you know, sometimes the bong water will splash up in your mouth. I, I'm cool with that <laughs> once again no video no camera no hands on the back of my head forcing no, no, me down onto the bomb well, i don't need to be forced <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the call gay weed guy appreciate it thanks Drew. no problem man that topic was worth it just to get the uh, gay weed guy on the air with us hello here we go again this is the drew grubba live hit and track of the day don't tell any of your stupid friends shh Who's this dude online too, Nikki? He wants to talk to you about his daughter's big boobs. Okay. Huh? That's kind of weird, huh? Hello. That's kind of weird. No, I think it is, sir. Uh, I'm not talking about him in a sick kind of way. First of all, I'm to say I'm a long-time listener. Enjoy the show. Okay, it's not weird at all then. <laughs> I take it all back. What's well, up, yeah. dude? <laughs> well, I'm just going to give you a father's perspective. I mean, uh, I have a 17-year-old daughter who uh, is about five foot two. She weighs 100 pounds. And 80 pounds of it is chest. She's a 36F. Um, I'm sorry, F is in Frank or S is in Shazam? F is in Frank. Okay. F is in Frank. All right. And uh, and she goes through all the things that that lady was talking about. You know, just getting dressed, finding clothes to fit. Um, you know, she can't take part in any sports. She's an honor student, but you know, if you walk down the school or the kids look at her at school, oh, she's a slut just because she has a big chest. So oh. it's uh, it's really difficult for wait a slut just because she has huge hoots. Yeah. That is so unfair. I, I, Exactly, and that's and that, that's kind of why I called because that lady kind of struck a nerve with me. I would say I'm a boot man, and to hear what my daughter goes through—I mean, she's been like that basically since she's 15 years old—and um, it's really, really unfair with the way people judge you just because of your chest. Man, I'm really sorry to hear that, dude. Yes, yeah, Seth, a question for uh, for boob dad. Are you uh, thinking about getting her a reduction when she's older? Well, that's you know we've talked about that. She has asked me to do that, and what I said to her was, you know. You might want to wait until you get a little, a little bit older, I think, because, you know, guys are guys, are guys, and, you know, there's some scarring that is involved with that, and, you know, you want to make sure that you're old enough to make a mature decision on what you want to do, but, I mean, she's got all kinds of trouble with her back, Yeah. Um, you know, buying special bras. I mean, we have to go to a special place to buy bras for almost 100 bucks a piece, Oof. because, like the lady said, it's 32 around on top, and it's a size F. They just don't make those bras at Victoria's Secret no. or Macy's or anything else. They don't. So... So do you still feel the same way about boobs? You still love them? Well, hey, I, I'm a boob man. I married my wife because of it, and anytime I see a nice rack coming down the street, I'm gonna look at it. But you know, it's definitely <laughs> different. It definitely strikes a nerve when I hear people talking in a rude way towards my daughter. I wouldn't make those comments anymore right. than I would have made when I was a younger guy. So the message is, guys, it's still okay to appreciate big boobs. Just please respectfully do so, and don't assume that the girl's a slut just because she happens to be amply endowed up top. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say. I love when we get to preach a responsible message on the show. It really makes me sleep so much better. Is that what's good with Garabo? That is certainly what is good with Garabo. Thank you, sir.
Hey, thanks a lot, Drew. You have yourself a great day. I never even thought about a father who's got a daughter with, with you know, it's big. But I just got to think, he his heart goes out to his daughter because of this problem. Right. But he's a boob man. That's not going to stop be him. Yeah. Very confusing. He's programmed. He can't do anything about it. Right. It's instinct. Yeah. But then he that instinct kicks in. And he goes, "Oh my god, my daughter." But then he goes, "Oh my god, them boobs." Oh, hundred dollars a bra. <laughs> yeah, I'm paying hundred dollars a bra. But damn, look at them minis. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, you are a thirty-four triple D. Yes, I am. Goodness I just gracious. want to first say I love what's good with Garabo. I think that's amazing what you do. A lot of radio shows don't do something so uplifting, and I think that's awesome. Thank you very much. Would you say then that makes us better than all those other radio shows that don't do anything like that? You know what? Yes, I do. Good. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so to boobs, um, I'm a 34 triple D, 36 double D, and everything that that woman said, the Instagram model, is absolutely true. Oh. Um, it is a hassle every day, back problems, running, you have to strap them down, oh. um, buying t-shirts that fit you correctly. Um, you know, I was made fun of in middle school, high school, because I was the more well-endowed girl. Oh. Um, people would make fun of me and say, oh, she stuffs her bra, this and oh. that. It was, it was definitely hell to go through. My God Almighty! Uh, now, what would you say to well, all I those? I love them. Well, good. Uh, so do I. I don't know them, but I love them. Just hearing about them. Uh, what would you? What would you say to all those flat-chested girls out there right now who are banging their heads on the radio in frustration, wishing that they had your problems? I would say that. Sorry they that God are hates you. A great asset. Um, yeah. Well, I would say they're a great asset. They're fun to have. But for all those girls with small chests, I definitely. Um, respect them for not having to deal with the struggles that I go through every single day. God, that is just, I can't even imagine what that's like. So and I actually, huh? I used to work at Victoria's Secret, and speaking of the baby powder slash deodorant thing, yeah. um, we would have black bras for people to try on when they were actually trying on bras. You don't have any idea how many bras we actually had to dispose of because women wear deodorant and baby powder, so it would actually come off onto the bra that they were trying on. Ugh, gross. Are, are you are you ever disgusted? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Are you ever disgusted with the way your your chest smells at the end of a long day? Um maybe not disgusted, but I definitely get the uh the little bit of uh BO oh. sometimes, for mm. sure, especially if I'm working out or something. Yeah. It's just like your armpit, an armpit sweat underneath your boob sweat. Wow. And, and what would you compare the boob, uh, boob sweat smell to underneath those boobies of yours of different sizes? Well, <laughs> I'm actually pretty lucky that I don't really have any BO of any sort, so it's not too bad, to be honest with you. But um, I've never had to uh, deodorize or baby powder my boobs, I'll tell you that. Well, congratulations. Well, sounds lucky. like you've lucky. big old non-smelly lucky. boobs. No Febreze or anything? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. For bras. Uh, thank you very Ladies, much. Ladies, wash your bras often. Wash your bras. Okay. Yeah, I love a good, them, I love a bra PSA. <laughs> this is a, yeah. the whole show is a PSA for your ninnies. Uh, thank you so much. Have yourself, uh, you and your girls, have a great night, okay? Thanks, you as well. Thank you. When she said black bras, all I could think of was... Black Gold by Soul Asylum. Black Bros. Remember this song? I know Little Black Backpack by Stroke Nine. Much better song. God, I can't believe you just said that song. I haven't thought of that song in friggin' forever. I think about it often. Oh. One of the finer late 90s, early 2000s. Early 2000s. You know, 
They had a greatest hits album, Stroke Nine. With that and Kick Some Ass? That's it, two songs. <laughs> this and Kick Some Ass. When we come back, we have SBK's final thought to give Dick a rest. Don't wanna, don't wanna talk about it. I say why not, don't wanna think about it. I say there's got to be some good reason for your little black back, back, turn his back, turn around, he's on his back, and don't wanna tangle with you. Oh, it's good stuff. Alright, like I said, hang tight. We're gonna come back. In addition to give Dick Arrest and SBK's final thought, if you missed what happened when ESPN tried to go to Bob Lay in Cuba, whatever, he was interrupted by something that looked like a Saturday Night Live sketch. And we've got the audio for you next. And I-